Good morning, round 20 of the NRL. Get them on side. Thank you, everyone, uh, for watching us on KO. Nice to have you. Uh, apparently, it's going very well, Joel Kane. But, but interestingly, our regular podcast numbers have gone up, which to me says people have had a look on KO and gone... I can't look at these ugly blacks. <laughs> so our, our numbers strangely have gone up. So and it, thank you very much. And Joel Kane, good morning to you. Uh, good morning to you, Dan. And uh, I say good morning because it's very fresh in your day. I was oh, just thinking about this. So I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning and I'm addressing uh, text messages about this great show. Where everyone's yes. got a text thread yes. or a WhatsApp these days. And I'm waking up at 4 to read this message yes. of a message that you sent at about 3.30. So I'm a night owl, Joel. I'm a night owl. And I did all my study. This stuff, all these notes, they don't happen They don't happen magically. There's a bit of work that goes into them. So, so Tuesday is my big study day. And yeah. I stayed up. And, and I'm a night owl. And, and this is early for me. That's why I sound a little croaky. So you go to bed as late as anyone could, and I go to bed as soon as anyone could. So we're very, very different in well, that Well, this department. is why... So I did two years of breakfast radio mm. and only reading sport. Like, not a not a high-demand job. Yes. And I had someone writing for me. You wouldn't believe it. So all I had to turn up was turn up, grill team, read sport... And we had uh, we had Ralph Tucker was writing for me at Fair Triple M, so it, it was the sweetest gig. Yeah, and I couldn't handle it because I was getting two to three hours sleep a night. You've never been able to shift it. No, nah, never been able to nah. shift. And and because the killer was, and anyone who's done breakfast radio or any early morning job would know, it's the early afternoon sleep yeah, that was yeah, the killer. Right. And I would I would put my head down for 45 minutes and four hours later I'd wake up out of a zombie sleep and so I put on what, a hell of a lot of weight and uh, that's why I'll never do it again. But what put you on that cycle? Like how did you just start going to bed so late? My, I think it's this, my grandmother, this is a strange story but it'll make sense, my grandmother broke her leg and lived with us when I was about 12 or 13, mm. which meant I, I slept on the couch. Right. Right, so I couldn't go to bed. I think I'm a natural night owl anyway, but I couldn't go to bed until they went to bed. And then that was the era of Tonight Live with Steve Visard. Oh. And I fell in love with Tonight Live with Steve Visard. Yeah, what a so, great show. So, 12 so I'm 12 or 13, not going to bed till 11 o'clock, 11.30. Right. And that was it. That was the cycle that, that began and never got out. So, Grandma... If you delve right back into it, she's yes. behind shoot Bambi. <laughs> is that right? Why? Why is she? Hey, well, she's caused this problem. Grandma, the lovable grandma, oh. has caused you onto the sofa bed. Right. I've you. So she has caused this cycle for you. But the shoot Bambi. Are yeah. you saying that my sort of uh, uh, cranky curmudgeonliness yes. comes from lack of sleep? Correct. Well, without any further ado. <laughs> uh, Sean Omron's going to join us too, by the way, uh, in the, the betting portion of the show. Uh, so that's coming up. He's uh, joining us from Warrigal. But all right, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first, Dan. Uh, mine's Twitter related, which they can often be. And what you really got to get off Twitter, mate. No, I know that. It's... I know that. Dan, what I'll say is this. Why is it that when everyone or anyone posts a list, you know, this is my origin backline or this is my best songs of all time, you never, ever see someone say, yeah, I agree. It's like people on Twitter have to prove where you've got one of it wrong or part of it wrong or some of it wrong, don't they? They can't just go, actually, you've nailed it. That is the best New South Wales backline. It wouldn't matter what team you put out there. 
people would have to, they would feel compelled, even if that was their matching team, they would feel compelled to change that team. But that's not where I'm going to. Did you watch, no, before you get to your mm. whack. No, in fact, get to your whack because my thing's going to take a while. Okay. People who go out of their way to be negative, right? Now, <laughs> this is a lady called Alison Sheen. And Alison Sheen has, which I don't even think you're allowed to do, she's filmed a race being recorded, right? Yeah. Or recorded a race that's being on. And then tweets... A horse race? Yeah, horse race. Since when was it okay to say a horse has gone like a bastard oh, on live TV? Away. Right? Now, for starters... If you're in the horse game, the, the and it says hashtag WTF Terry, in other words, um, Terry Bailey, who calls the races, right, calling a horse a bastard. Okay, Fine let, caller. Let, let's, let's, let's address this. A, anyone in the racing game knows that it's a regular term going like a bastard. Bastard, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. I was so going to say, I haven't heard going like a bastard. So that, Terry that hasn't said it. going like a bastard, right? Secondly... Why do you feel compelled to say that? Like, who is it offending? Does the horse go home and watch the replay and go, oh, that caller called me a bastard? The connections know it went like a bastard. So that tweet for me, Dan, is just purely, purely just being negative, trying to be just dragging people down. She has done it's it. It's a tough, tough call calling live sport, and he's used a term that is so commonly recognised. Anyone who knows racing knows it's going like a busted, Dan. Well, hang on. What's the lady's name? Alison Sheehan. Alison Sheehan has tweeted for the same reason you tweeted your best New South whatever, whatever. I what, didn't tweet it. Well, someone. Okay. Yeah. It's to get likes. It's for affirmation. She, so she wanted that to become a thing, to become a rolling thing. Look what she discovered. Oh, by the way, we had Hopper last week calling his own son crap. So I don't think that this horse is going to be too offended by some random calling them going like a busted. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. But why did the why do people care for the likes, Dan? I don't. It's because because it's that's our life. I don't know. Mm. It's our lives of needing affirmation. But mm. I don't know what it is about affirmation from strangers that feels so important. You know, there's some people in our industry, right? Who, who? No, I've had a look at this. Who have over one hundred thousand posts? One hundred thousand posts. Mm. Like, how do you? Like, that's thirty or forty posts a day. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. The trick is do what I do and delete them once a year. Delete, <laughs> d- delete all of them? I delete all my posts once a year. Do you? Yeah, because I think something's going to be taken out of context here. Because yeah. I, I tweet a lot of things while I'm watching well, stuff. Well, no one's going back anyway, are they? Hey, you don't think that. But if I say something naughty on air and then someone from the Daily Mail decides, I'm going to trawl back and see what this bloke's written. Uh. So, Remember they did that? There was a commentator that uh, was in the news a couple of years ago. Uh, I'll say it, Mel McLaughlin. So oh, she had the Chris Gale incident, mm. and they went back and trawled. She she liked a Viv Richards, uh, uh, a shot of Viv Richards. So, oh well, what a hypocrite! I'm yeah, like, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allow that to happen. Um, Ellen DeGeneres, mm. Ellen DeGeneres comes out and basically gives this ridiculous apology. It is horrible apology because, like Ellen, it was totally insincere, <laughs> and said and said basically something along the lines to. Uh, it's a don't ever be called the queen of kind because it, it, it's 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 a poison chalice. Well, don't be a bully. Yeah, don't be a bitch. Okay, <laughs> Ellen. And uh, all the stories got out that uh, she's a nightmare to work with, mm. and that's the problem with being that's the problem with being the queen of kind when 
the story is different behind the scenes. It will eventually get out. So that's my family. Can I say this? Now, th- now this one, I- I'm going to qualify this, okay? You don't like it when I qualify, but I have to qualify this because I like these two people very much. Yeah. Very much. But. Tim Bailey's been very nice to me over the years. But. And Joe Hildebrand I worked with, well, I worked at Triple M at the same time. He did and I got on with him fine. But. I didn't need a daily update of their career status no. uh, every day, every day, every day. I'm very glad Tim got a job at mm. uh, 2GB. Yeah. It would have been devastating to get the punt from 10 after, what was it, 30 years. Uh, but I didn't need the daily update. Remember when uh, Pele at the World Cup advertised erectile dysfunction but had to make it clear, <laughs> I don't suffer erectile dysfunction, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if I did, this would be the stuff I'd use. Yeah. Joe was a great pains to say, hey, I wasn't punted from Studio 10. Yeah. They just wanted to change my role and I said no. It's okay, Joe. It's okay. We all get punted. I got shafted from Triple M a couple of years ago from a, a show I love doing. It, it happens. Yeah. Happens. Particularly in this game. Exactly. Anyway, good. I'm happy for both of them. I just didn't. Need, I just did not need every single day. And also, do you spoke about Twitter? Yeah. You know, there's people I follow. Oh, hello, hello. 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 The doorbell. Oh, Come in. Hey. Have a go at this bloke. What is hey, this? We got, we got people ringing in. We got doorbells. Dean Hallett. Are, are you lost? No, I just was walking by. I seen your flash car out the front. And I uh, thought you'd be in here, so uh, I got to look for Dan today. Actually, oh, there you go. What in the Toyota Corolla? Yeah, yeah that's right. Nothing flash about that. Dean Hallettow, oh. welcome aboard. Good morning, lads. How, How are, are you? you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How good, are you? Good to be here. How's life for Dean? You're doing ABC stuff. What, what else are you doing in in this world? Well, I'm actually working at the NRL. That's so it. and that's been... why you're here in this building because we're in the NRL. Uh... My card still works. My swipe card oh, still, yeah, works, still so, works. So that's great. But um, yeah, working at the ABC on the weekends, covering a few games and, and loving that. Working with a guy you mentioned just before, Ralphie Tucker. Ralph Tucker. Good young, yeah. good fella, great fella. Really good guy. So and loving the the footy this year. A hey, one of the great prelim finals of all time was played by this fellow here. Yeah. Sydney Football Stadium. Uh, it was full. I sat at the end where Benji scored, so the northern end where Benji scored the first try. You would have scored at that end. I've never felt, and I'm not a West Tigers fan, and I've never felt an atmosphere like that in my life. It must have been unbelievable to play that night. Yeah, you're not wrong. Going out for warm-up, we, we heard through the week that they already sold three-quarters of tickets to Dragons fans, so yeah. we knew it was going to be a, a smaller... West Tigers contingent, but when we got out in the field, the, the warm-up atmosphere was electric, like the the hair standing up and all that sort of stuff. And then um, coming out in the, the Benji scoring that try off the scrum, where I think he stood up, Gaz, I think. Yeah. Yes, a, yes, yeah. nice right in front of me. Decoy underneath, yeah. and then yeah, it was um, it was pretty amazing. Great night. How did you feel leaving that game? Like you've just scored two, you've put the team into their first ever grand final. You're a how old were you? A kid. Uh, 22. I was 22. 22. Yeah. Uh, Unbelievable. Yeah, it was it was unreal. I, I didn't um, I didn't expect to score any tries. As he's saying, I I hadn't scored many that year. So uh, to be able to do that in a prelim against a team that was pretty hot favourites to, to win the comp that year uh, was it was pretty special. And um, I actually bumped into a guy at the front who uh, came up to me and tried to give me um, a snip of his uh, his takings for for me getting. Uh, Player oh. of the match. Oh, did he? Yeah, so he had he was on me for player of the match. Yes, I love it. Turns out he's you Josh took... Reynolds' best mate. So oh, really? I met him again uh, five or six years later. Yeah. He was Josh Reynolds' best mate, and uh, he goes, "You remember the night at SFS? I come out and tried to give you some of my my winnings from the thing." I said, "Mate, yeah, I do remember. It was a great, great <laughs> night. I didn't take the cash, by the way." When did you realise we might win this comp? Not not so much that uh, uh, the game I watching when you beat Brisbane, the second final. 
I know. I thought, oh, Jesus, side might actually be for real. Yeah. They mightn't just be young pretenders. When did you, when did the team realise shit? We actually got something here. We went on a run. I think it was eight eight in a row. Then we lost the last two before the finals. I think it was probably down in Canberra. We had a game down in Canberra where we were playing pretty ordinary. Mm. Uh, we were behind, and then uh, Brett Hodgson had a, had a great game and, and probably got us back in the game and won it for us. So, I think. That was probably the point where we felt like we were a good enough team that yeah. at any stage of any game we could we could win it and um, yeah we just we, our confidence grew. We we're doing a lot of good things off off the field in terms of our preparation and um, we, we had confidence that that we we did the work. But I, I, for, for me that was a game where I, I felt like we were going to um, go a long way and, and probably push. But in the final series, the first one we won by uh, forty points against yeah. the Cowboys and um, yeah we were like oh. We're playing some footy. We're, we're feeling pretty uh, un- invincible at the moment. I was in the squad, Dan. I didn't play in the, in the grand final. Um, but Tim Sheen's had these Avery labels. And I'm, I want to test you out to see if you... I still remember these pointers. Mm. You had to have it in your car, in your shower, and where you got changed. You know, your wardrobe, for example. And there was three things. And they were renowned as a very flashy side, the West Tigers. However, he said if we could be the best in the comp at these three things, they'd win the comp. Mm. And because we'd looked at it so much, I still remember them. Do you remember them? Oh. You tested me. I think we had personal ones as well. Yeah. So there was your personal ones and then the team ones. Can I, can I read them out? Oh uh, yeah. If you've kick, got kick a, chase. Okay. Yeah. Kick Market offence and quick play the ball. See, I can't even remember. Quick play the ball. I remember is one of my personals anyway. But yeah. The other two, blank. Yeah. There you go. They you stuck, didn't put the Avery stickers on the on the thing. Uh, anyway, I should have been in the team then. Uh, <laughs> what? You got anything else? Oh, I just want to say, Benji and Chrissy Lawrence, wrap it up. Oh what's yes, your, yes, yes. Recollection of the boys. Yeah. Look, oh, Benji's the most skillful guy that I've ever played with. Uh, he. he could pick up anything and within you know 10 15 minutes of having a crack of anything new he'd, he'd be great at it so he was uh, a freakish talent come in from the day he set foot on the first grade field he was putting it all on display um and, and he still does it now he still comes up with the plays that everyone just goes well how, how yeah. did he do that uh and then chrissy lawrence ultimate professional again he was he came in as a school kid but he turned up from day one and was professional from from that point and the, the way that he plays the game now, he's, he's evolved into this tough back rower. He's mm. back in the centres again this week. But, um, yeah, he's, he's very uncompromising and, and resilient guy. Okay, so that particular year, before you go, Dino, okay. two teams were declared to win the comp. Only two. It was all about the Dragons and it was all about the Parramatta Eels. One of those two were going to win the comp. Neither made the grand final. This year, everyone's saying it's one of three teams. Outside of those three, well, firstly, who's the pick out of those three? And secondly... Who could be the West Tigers coming through? Look, the, the Panthers, the way that they play, it's, it's really hard to ignore them. They're, they're one of those teams that are at a point where everything's falling into place and you've got you to have that in a premiership year. Mm. You've got to have really good um, team management. You can't get many injuries, which they've got. Uh, and everyone's playing well from 1 to 17. Anyone that comes into that 17 is playing really well. So it's hard to go past them. Uh, the, the Bolters, uh, I would have said Canberra, but I just I don't have enough confidence to say mm. that they're, they're going to push all the way through. Yeah. I think their chance was last year. So, um, Roosters, scary. Well, Three okay. okay. I like this bloke, see. When I've been telling you every week, yeah, you're just going, oh, yeah, okay, then. Okay. As soon as he says it, you go, oh, scary. Yeah, that's, not the answer. <laughs> hey. that's not the answer. Hey? That's not the answer. Anyway, rack off. <laughs> Good to guys. see you, Dino. Dean, lovely to see you, mate. I'll see you around the, the games. Absolutely. See you, Dino. See you, see you Dino. What a lovely Look man. Look how fit he is too, hey? Still super fit. Made a comeback, Dino. It is a thing about footballers I've noticed. Mm. A lot of them do like to stay fit. Mm. Is it a routine thing or is it a is it might be a vanity thing? No, Nothing wrong with that. There's two types of ex-footballers, and I happen to fall into the pack animal. 
I was a really, really good trainer in a pack. Yes. Left to my own devices, no good. Yes. Dino clearly is not a pack animal. Yes. And he's very good on his own devices. Oh, clearly. Yeah. Good fella too. Great fella. Very good. World-class f- fella. We're going to do some tips. That's coming up next. Hi, I'm colourful labour identity Sam Dastiari and I'm from a podcast called I'm Usually More Professional because the geniuses at Sportsbet said, you know who knows a lot about politics? A disgraced politician, an out-of-work alleged journalist called Joe Hildebrandt and a soon-to-be out-of-work person working for the Australian newspaper called Alice Workman. This is the best, most in-depth analysis that Australia could possibly bring by three failed losers. On that budget. (laughs) On that budget. They're paying you? Yeah, didn't you guys get that? Oh, this is awkward. You know, I'm happy I'm happy to be wrong. I just don't like being wrong and being told about it five <laughs> minutes later. There's the wonderful Joe Hildebrand having fun <laughs> with his acting. So there you go. No, that is. Hey, hey, he acknowledge- I haven't seen that before. Yeah. But he acknowledges that he got the punt. He's yeah. having a laugh about it with Sam Dastiari. Sam, Sam, for those... Okay, don't have your cord like that. <laughs> have your cord behind you. There you go. That actually looks like a good podcast. There you go, uh, Dino. So it's time to get some winners and tips, isn't it? Yeah, but oh, Sean Ormerod, come yeah. in. Come in, Sean, from Warrigal. Wa- Warrigal's favourite son, good morning. I'm in a uh, – I've changed the scenery up today. I'm just in the uh, – this is the reading room in the front room of the of the house, the Casadel Minor in Warrigal here, just doing some light reading. Well, you boys were on air before. This is the uh, the Misty Hyman story. Never oh, been yes. kissed. It's called, and I've just and I've just I've just finished it, and there's not one word about Joel uh, Kane, the leading point scorer, whatever year it was. So, so what? We need to get we need to get to the bottom of this, yeah. Misty. If you're listening, now, or if anyone knows Misty, hang on, hang on. So, so the title of the book, which ironically you've got <laughs> facing the wrong way, is called ne- yes, Never yes, Been that's Kissed. Right. Yeah, that's it there. Yeah, never been kissed, the Misty Hyman story. Now, what has been the week like, Joel? Uh, I know someone uh, got to her Wikipedia page. Yeah, poor bugger. We have tried to track Misty Hyman down. She yeah. doesn't do any social media. Mm. I don't know what the hell you did to her in that patch, but she's gone completely. She's got. She's become a recluse. Yeah, she's a gold medalist, yeah. and we can't find her. We can't find her. We can't find her. Um, I tell you what, though, well done to the punters out there having a bit of fun. So they've they've got into Wikipedia, as you yes. said, and they've doctored that up. What what's the bloody go with Wikipedia? Just make your own rules, do you? So therefore, we can't believe everything we read on Wikipedia. If we're doing our research, Dan, it's scant regard for Joe, Wikipedia. You can't be this dumb. You but, can't. But how be this can dumb. you just go in and change your well, own thing, Joel? Joel, how long, Sean, how long's Wikipedia been around? Twenty years. But you just oh, can't go into time, a high-profile yeah. person's knows account like that. And make it up as you go along. There was once a time where I was a notable person from Mowie on the Wikipedia page as well, due to a little, uh, little personal highlighting. Oh, what a... Uh, 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 yeah. no, where, where he's going now, now he's a notable person from Warrigal. That's what he's saying. <laughs> uh, you know what was clever? You see what they did too. They, You know when you have a, a few drinky poos and the bottle cap has the questions yes, on it? Yes. Somebody cleverly wrote, the answer is Misty Hyman. Yes. And then said, oh, yeah, there was the uh, gold medalist. Blah, 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 and then a short, very, very clever stuff. Well done. Well mm. done, everyone. And if you can find Misty Hyman, please <laughs> let her know. We'd love to have it. Ch- now, that's the <laughs> ultimate black booker for yeah, our show, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. If we can mm. get that... Sean, what do you reckon the anger scale was on this bloke in between us when he reads the back page of the Daily Telegraph on Monday morning and Phil Rothfield writes, uh, Craig Gower's injustice, 17 years, yeah. give him his Dally M back and, and, and 
Uh, credit the buzz. Uh, he has advanced the story. He's gone to Peter Volandi, so I think it's going to happen now. Mm. But Joel Kane, the man who got the ball rolling. I think it's great. I, I love that Buzz is pushing for it because he deserves it, Dan. We put out a poll. 75% said he should have it. I emailed the NRL about six weeks ago because it is the right time to do it. The Panthers fans are up and about. Give the Panthers halfback, who one could miss out due to the six points going back. Uh, he could miss out. I don't think he got any points last week, uh, Nathan Cleary. Do you? I think it was Luai. You called that game, Dan. It was Luai, Crichton, and Kickout for sure. That was a trifecta yeah, last week. Yeah, not in the top three. So it'll be interesting to watch how, how they, those votes go. So he plays this last round. Mm. No Cameron Smith. Uh, yeah. Tedesco rested last week. It's going to be a thrilling finish. And I hope I hope that Cleary does get it. But I hope that uh, Craig Gow gets it. So well done, Buzz. Uh, well done, Rugby League, for pushing the story. And you know what? Common sense will prevail. He will get his Dalian Award. I didn't realise, okay, this is what I think makes it a bit complicated with the Craig Gow situation. I didn't realise that voting stopped when the round to go. I, you know, we all know the story that there was industrial action and, and there was no Dalian. I, I didn't realise that we missed the final round. Now, mm. Buzz's evidence is very compelling in that Craig Gow was Channel 9 man of the match in a thumping win and 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 the other two contenders, Shifovsky and Fittler, did nothing in their games. Well, well the fact that <coughs> Gow was already leading... I understand so by So I think one. it's man of the match. It's, it's all done. But you still are taking a bit of licence. And that's... Oh, look, I would give, it, give him the award. Someone should win that award. Yeah. But, uh, but with all respect, though, so and, and Bulldog Richie would, would agree with this, he was the one assigned for that game. He's he since gone back and watched uh, the game. He's gone back and watched that game. Yeah. And he's given his three points after the I've fact. got no doubt Craig Gow was man of the match. Yeah. But what I'm saying is now you've got to take a bit of licence. It's like going back and watching, say, okay, we're going to award Clive Churchill medals. Uh going backwards now and uh, look all the journos from the 50s are dead so we're going to go and watch video yeah, tape. that's understand. what I'm saying no, no, well I don't agree with that because I think you'll find that the Channel 9 man of the match is the three points in all Dalliums anyway and has been since I've known it no that's not necessarily the case. Really? It's, it's a news limited judge now that no I, I think in more recent times whoever got the three points for the Channel 9 game okay. got the got the three points of the yeah, Dalliums wasn't there a scandal that blokes were <laughs> There were some odd man of the matches at uh, thirty-four to one. Didn't Sportsbet have to stop betting on o- on the man of the match? On the Channel Nine it? man of the match? Yeah. Well, there's yeah, no there's no Delhi ones during our time. Anyway, give him the medal. Give him the medal. We all agree it'll be a lovely thing to do on Delhi M night. It's going to be a weird Delhi M night because they're going to do it virtually. Yeah. Gents, I've got to say, uh, I have always been of the theory that if a team is locked into a position. They have earned the right to do what the hell they want in the last round. But we've now gone a step too far, haven't we? Some of these games this weekend are an absolute joke. What Melbourne have presented and what Canberra is a surprise because they actually could finish fourth. They've conceded that totally. I I think this is a... I understand what they've done here and, and they're all about winning a comp. And that's the only thing that matters. But I'm starting to come the way of some that think that you know what, there is a responsibility to put on a decent product. Yeah, I disagree with that. There's three reasons why you do this. The first reason is to rest your star players. Mm. And this actually gives, if we had the wild card round, right? No, honestly, okay. you would be able to rest no, no. players in that Here round. No, no, I'm not going to go down that rabbit warren, but that's the truth. <laughs> uh, so rest players is one. Uh, the second thing is yes. to um, give players who haven't had a chance a run. 
So we haven't seen them. I think it's a great story that these guys have been part of a squad all year. Melbourne Storm doing the same as Canberra. And then all of a sudden, they're rewarded in this type of year to go out there and play a game. That's fantastic. That's the second thing. And the third thing is keeping your stars in cotton wool. There is huge... It's a huge... Yeah, I get that. Yeah, so you get all that. Now, the, the retort to all that will be that the broadcasters are paying all this money. Exactly right. And, and they yes, should they have are. a big say. But, Dan, you know what? I'm far more interested in watching the Raiders versus Sharks with the team the Raiders have got and far more interested in watching the Melbourne Storm take on the oh, Dragons. You are nuts. You are nuts. I am. Honestly, that is a New South Wales Cup team Okay, well, against I another New South, New South Wales Cup team. Okay. Well, I and, you're, think, and you're saying that's more compelling I do. than regular Dragons versus regular yes, Cup. Yes, I do. Joel, you say some dumb things. It's less things. predictable. What do you think, Miner? <laughs> Who would you rather watch, Look, honestly? No, well, I'm, I'm in. I'm in camp, Dan. Here, I think you've, yeah, you're off. You're off the ball with that one. And I think, I think Ricky's had a Ricky's had a nightmare here. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if he's gone through the history books and whether he thinks it's easier to win from win from fifth than, than playing the Panthers in week one. But I know certainly what I'd be what I'd be preferring. I'd be going after that top four spot. Um, it's not like you know Para or any morals against against well, exactly. West the way, the way they've been going. So it could end up looking like a very very silly man. He was angry last week. He, he might be very very angry this week if um, if uh, Para get rolled. I, I think what it's done though, Joel. I hate to say this, Sean. This may open the door for his little wild card idea because uh, don't, don't say it. Because what did the AFL do a few years ago when they were met with exactly the same situation? They've gone, well, you bastards! If you're going to do this to us in round 22, we're mm. going to have a week off, okay? And then you've got no reason to rest all your stars. Now the NRL, mm. this actually gives the NRL, who I think want eight versus nine because it's an extra money game. You want 7v10 as well. I, I no, think... I'm happy with 8 versus 9. Right, okay. What, what I think it does is it gives them the out to say, hey, don't blame us. You you selfish coaches out there, you're the ones that turn the, the last round of the comp into a joke. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have wild card weekend. Therefore, everyone gets a week off bar 8 versus 9. Mm. I Actually, even though I hate the idea of 9th getting into a finals... Now they've got their now they've got their little golden ticket if they if they want to go through yeah, with it. But I don't know why. Like, why do you hate ninth getting in the finals if eighth can't beat ninth in the first place? I don't like eighth being in the finals, but, but what, we can't come up with a better that's system. Right, but we're so protective of eighth. We owe eight nothing. Eighth have got to go the long way. Stuff them. Eighth are at least in the top half of the. Anyway, we've we've yeah, gone we've gone down this path, path before. Right <laughs> now, do you like the the radical rule changes mm. only for two games? I would say this, Joel. Six again for 10-metre infringements. Yeah. That's not going to make much of a difference, I wouldn't have thought, but a positive, yes. Let's mm-hmm. tick these off as we go. Sean, do you like this? Six again rule for 10-metre infringements. I'm on the fence with this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure about that one. Hand over. What about you, Joel? Uh, I love that one. I love that one. But, Dan, we spoke about this on the program a month ago, saying... What are we going to do for dead rubbers at the end of the year? So my question, Dan... Yeah, why did it take till round 20? Why, why did we not see it Manly versus 100%, Gold Coast last 100%. week? Because no matter what happens, it's only two games, right? Yeah. And it's not a big enough sample size. The only thing that can happen that would be noteworthy is if there's a stuff-up, if, if it goes wrong. So we could have... We, mate, we could have done this four weeks ago. We could have found games here and there. And we could have had four, you know, four or five games to... Now you're getting a sample size. Yeah. But to, remember we trialled Captain's Challenge... Mm-hmm. About, oh, I don't know, five years ago now, Newcastle St. George. Yeah, that's right. It didn't happen, did it? It didn't happen. No, that's right. It was. Remember, they said, right, referee, um, 
I can't remember what it was, but the rule never came into effect over those 80 minutes. So we right. well, that was a waste of time. That's right. So, um, th- so th- Dan, I, I love the 10. I love that. I love when it goes into touch, yes. kick into touch. No scrum. No scrum. Because, and the, you know why I love that, Dan? Because when you kick into touch, generally it's coming out of your own area. No one's trying things there anyway. No. So just have the tap. I do like the nominated forwards, however... Oh, that's, the, that is going to cause problems. No, no. Mm. However, the attacking team should be able to have whoever they want in the back line. So I like the fact that backs have got to defend it, but kick has got to be allowed to run in the back line. I no, want to see... that's stupid. Why? Because then all of a sudden you're going to load up... The scrum is a joke, yeah. right? So if you're the attacking team, you're just going to put your back line in the scrum because even though they're horribly outweighed, mm. and then you're just going to have all four. Pick, pick a forward. Okay, we're going to run... Uh, you wouldn't have all forwards out there. Well, okay, you're going to have three. Put Liam David Martin. David out there. Okay, you're going to have... Okay, Penrith. Kick yep. out on one side, Liam Martin on another. Okay, and we're going to pick out which uh, back... That's right. Is, oh, come on. You don't like that. No, that's too big an advantage. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised how often they can't go through. Anyway, I don't like that rule, only because now the numbers on the back of the jersey shouldn't mean anything, really. Now, now, now they now all of a sudden, if you haven't got a forwards number or you haven't replaced a forward, you can't pack into a scrum. I, I, I like it. You know, the number one rule I would have wanted to see is, and I've said this for for hundred years, the game has had the same size field for a hundred plus years. We've had the same amount of people. Uh, they cover it far better. I would love to have seen a game of twelve aside. Yeah, it's, uh, I would have gone with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, we're going to do this. If we're going to do nothing games, yeah, like Brisbane North Queensland is, I think, the worst free-to-air game we've had in, in, in a decade, mm. right? It, this, this Remember, this used to be the match of the year. I know. Only two years ago, it was the game you would, you would plan your Friday night around making sure you're home in round three or round 25 or whatever it is around this game. We'd have markets, will the game go to extra time, and it would be smashed because mm. people would expect it to go to I extra time. I think now, this is the game... That needs something to sell it, and it can't just be. Spoon. Oh, that's yeah, yes, yeah. Okay, that at least had something, but that's where it would have gone twelve on twelve. Mm. That's where we're going. Okay, we got to get to some bets, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do this. Oh, poetry in motion. The best place to catch an NRL same game multi is Sportsbet. It's never been easier to find more markets, more offers, and bigger odds. If it's a same game multi, it's Sportsbet. All right, let's pick some winners. Are we going to do a score check from last week, Joel and Sean, or uh, do you not uh, want to be embarrassed? No, to. no, I don't think. I, I think just we should want, just get, get just, to, the, get to this way. Can you just give me a rap when I get a have a night? I, it doesn't happen often. You've, you've had a great year. Six and two. It's been bizarro world Six this year. Six and two. What <laughs> a weekend. Well what done. a week. And my NFL bets are going even better. How'd your golf bet go? Nah, terrible. Who'd Sorry you about have that. Again? Right, well, <laughs> Webb Simpson had a respectable eighth. Right. So, And I should have said, back him in your top tens. But Dustin Johnson, disgraceful. Uh, all right, so, um, yeah, sorry about the golf, but everyone, they, they all can't be winners. But um, let's get to some markets for Rugby League. And we start with premierships. And the Roosters have come in. I don't know. I don't understand, Sean, how they could come in. Obviously, weight of money. When I say I don't understand how they can come in, they, they won against Cronulla. They weren't particularly impressive. Mm-hmm. They, they got the job done. Um they're going to finish top four. We knew that anyway. But they're 288, Storm 375. Penrith, this is starting to get insulting. $4, but only third favourites. <laughs> Canberra 13. I think the value is Parramatta, even though I don't think they're going to go anywhere near the grand final. But their whole season rests on their week one final against Penrith. They're $23. Mm. If they 
flum that game. And I don't think it's that huge an upset. They've already beaten Penrith They're once the only this team. year. They'll be four dollars They'll be five dollars to win the comp if they win that one single game. So that for me is value. Why are the Roosters coming in so uh, markedly, uh, Sean? I think. I mean, we touched on it last week. I think people have just seen um, in the last few weeks. No, they're not beating um, world beaters, as it were. But it's it's it really looks a race in three. Um, and obviously that you've got to you've got to get those prices short somewhere. Um, and they're, they're actually the. They're, the sports bet outright really aggressive pricing, so I, I doubt you'll have to look anywhere else to be to be best price. We're, we're right on right on the line. That Roosters there at two eighty eight. I think it is. Yeah, two eighty eight. I, I couldn't possibly tip people into that. Reason no. being, you're off to the sunny coast probably in week yes. one. Yep. You're prelim Suncorp. But so, sorry, sorry. But, but they're off to play Melbourne, yeah. who they haven't beaten this year. That's right. Then you're probably waiting for Penrith, yep. and then you've got to play in a grand final. Two dollars eighty eight. Look. I was wrong at the start of the year. We came out of the COVID situation. Broncos were two from two. Panthers were two from two. And at that time, I said, here's two teams, despite their two from two, I'm putting a red pen through. Because they were turning up to training all in their fancy dress. The TikTok stuff has just happened. Yeah. But I was wrong. I wrote the Broncos off. Uh, well, they're on their way to the wooden spoon, potentially. So I might be right there. But I wrote the Panthers off. I'm having my bets this week, Dan, yes. on the horses. And doubling them up into the Panthers. So it'll be fate. If I get some of the horses wow. over the line, I'm on the Panthers at the $4 to win the comp. Storm are my pick, <laughs> yep. but I'm going to save on the Panthers. I'll present you the case for Canberra. I think, okay, they're going to be in the 5v8, and they're going to play Cronulla, and they should beat them in week one, yes? Yes. Then, likely to play Parramatta in week two. I think they'd be favourites for that game. Now, it would be in Sydney, mm. but I think Canberra would be favourites. Win that. Then they cross to the other side of the draw where they would play... Um, All going to script. They'd well, play. they'd play Mel possibly Melbourne. Right. And I don't think... I think while they would not win that game, they would not be intimidated by playing Melbourne in a big game. After last year, no. So I think that presents value because at some point, if they can go on the run we think they might go on, mm. um, then at some point... They're going to come in and you're going to be able to lay off. Anyway, but do you want to back a team that you don't think is going to win the comp? That's the thing. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to win. I, I, I think it's impossible now. Unless the Roosters finished in that bottom four, I think it's almost impossible for a team to, to go four straight wins. I still think the scary team of the Knights fully fit. Oh, I, come on, Joel. Dan, let's just see what happens. Let's just see well, what happens. Well, you should back Honestly, you should back them because all they've got to do is win two finals, yeah. get to a prelim, and then their odds are going to Yeah, shrink. so again, I don't think think they can win the comp, but they're not a team I want to play against. Clive Churchill medal, Dan, I'll tell you this. Yes. Uh, you like this. So you like this as well, Cole Miner. He stunned Cole Miner. Look at him. He can't move his face. First time winners of the Clive Churchill medal. Technical right? issue, everyone. First time winners of the Clive Churchill medal. Yes. 75% of those, Dan, are aged between 23 and 26. That's a good stat. 75% are aged between 23 and 26. Yeah. Kiri was 26 last year. Yeah. Uh, almost born on the same day. Uh, sorry, Kiri two, two years, years ago, ago. He was 26. Last year, Whiten, almost born on the same day as Kiri, was 26. Yeah. Cameron Munster's 26 this year. Yeah, I like my I like those odds. Yeah. Cameron Munster's twenty six. So seventy five percent between that twenty three and twenty six age bend. Upper Psychorus hour, twenty one dollars. Yeah. He's good value. Too. He you know, I was looking at his stats. He's a premiership 
winner too. In his 14th game. Yeah. And and um, I was looking at his stats. He doesn't run it. He has the most line breaks of any hooker in the comp, but he only runs it five times a game. Yeah. So like, a bit even more um, deadly than Damien Cook in that so selective with his runs, but when he runs, they mm. make an impact. Imagine Nathan Cleary won the Clive Churchill. Yeah. And imagine him celebrating with the TikTok that started this whole mess in the first place. <laughs> oh, with that <laughs> with that weekend song. Yeah. Not, Actually, not, you know what? Here's what you should do. If it, whoever if Penrith are in the grand final, have that song ready yeah. for the lap of honour. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and just because that, that lap of honour goes forever. Yeah. And just see if you get a little reaction out I, of it. I, if Penrith win it, I guarantee you that turns up somewhere. Good call. Good shout. All right. Uh, and have we got any more futures markets? Uh, oh, who's going to finish last? Who's going to finish last? Now, this does count for and against, I'm told. So, used to be least wins. They'd split the bet or, or, or full payout. But Broncos, $1.77. Bulldogs, 205 Obviously, the Broncos have a shoddy for and against. So, basically... Um, you're betting the Broncos here. Sean, how does um, uh, the, that least wins market work? Is it for and against? Is it, is it, is it, do we split the, do we give you half investment back if it's a tie? How does it work? No, no. So it'll come down to, to for and against. The, the, the market name was changed uh, a few years ago on the back of some, uh, some salary cap breaches. So just to, just to make it as non ambiguous as possible, it's least wins. So even if um, a team wins, 10 games, but gets points taken off them and finish bottom. They're not actually the wooden spoon. Yeah, we yeah. That makes sense. Okay. All right. There we go. So uh, take note of that. And and speaking of the Broncos, that takes us to our first game of the weekend. Thursday night football, Broncos and Cowboys. I wouldn't have thought the rule changes would have any impact on betting. Basically, because we don't know how they are going to impact these games. Uh, Brisbane, $2.05. This will be the shortest they've been in some time. Cowboys $1.77. I put it to you, these are the two most disappointing teams of the year. Josh Maguire and John Asiata back for the Cowboys. Katoni Staggs in, in a, probably a big game for him. I, I, he's going to be part of that origin bubble anyway, but um, he's the number six. Uh, Corey Oates has been dumped to the bench. Jordan Rickey will start for Brisbane in the second row. This is a nightmare game. Brisbane... Joel have a very good record over the Cowboys. They've won five of their last six meetings. Yeah, they've got far more motivation, or they should have, to avoid this wooden spoon. The club's never done it before. I think they'll avoid the wooden spoon. What I love, Dan, and it's finally taken them the time to do this, you can't have two playmakers. Two playmakers equals a dot ball. Your team's not versatile. Tommy Dearden with the running Katoni Stags. I love it. Absolutely love it. Stags will score a try. Broncos will win. <laughs> What do you think, Very Viner? confident. This this is the first of, of several awful games, uh, Dan. And the, I think the only impact on the betting um, the rules will have here is is in the total points market. Um, it, it should this game should be forty to thirty eight one way, and I'm not sure which way. If it isn't, it's a disgrace. My only concern is that the as you said, sure, the, the Broncos are playing to to avoid that wooden spoon. So I think there's more motivation there. Um, it's a little bit of a guess though, but I'll, I'll be I'll be siding with that motivation. So Broncos for me. Uh, at least once a week, I say this is a game you shouldn't bet on. Even though we're a gambling podcast, this is a game you shouldn't bet on. Um, which way are you going, Sean? Broncos, mate. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
what makes me concerned is that we're all going the Broncos here and, and they don't deserve a consensus in any way, shape <laughs> or form. Um, but I, Cowboys are just as disappointing. I can't see how they'd be motivated at all. It'd be a punish getting on a plane that day, knowing their season's about to end. Um, yeah, I'll take the Broncos. Oh, the point and a half, but, jeez, Payne Haas is in. That, that, that's the... I'll, 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 I'll take him to have a barnstorm. Yeah. Now, game on... <laughs> gents, I think this one does deserve discussion. Six o'clock Friday. This is actually one of the games of the weekend. The Rising Titans against the Knights. Ninth versus sixth. The Knights... Who are a dollar fifty-seven and two forty, and the, and giving up four on the line, so that's going to turn one way or the other. Welcome back, three big names here, three important names. Kurt Mann at number nine, he was suspended last week. Edric Lee, um, who I think has more impact than we give him credit for, and out of nowhere, Bradman Best is back. Yeah. All of a sudden, if we could have somehow fit Tex Hoy into that team, we could have had uh, a really young. Uh, Newcastle, well, it's a pretty young side anyway. This is a pretty interesting team. I actually think, and I love the Gold Coast, and I've been on their side many times this year. I think we're going to see something from Newcastle in this game. They're playing for a home final. They're one of the few teams this week that actually has important stakes. And the fact, Sean, I'll start with you, the fact that Adam O'Brien has picked a full-strength side, to me, it suggests... They want that home final. They are significantly mm. motivated here for Friday night. Yep, definitely. And that's the angle I'm, I'm finding as well. Bradman Best is a, he's the biggest 18 and 19-year-old I've ever seen in my life. And, and he's, a, he's a huge in. Just adds so much potency to that to that left edge, which we know Ponga likes to play. I don't think he's missed him for, for a long time now. Yeah, it all comes down to, to motivation. They're the only team that looked to be really playing for something. It's a home final. If you can't get up for that and beat a Titans team who aren't in the finals with nothing to play for, then you should pack your bags early. So I'll, I'll be leaning Knights. Yeah, look, they've won four in a row, the Gold Coast Titans. And well done, Justin Holbrook and the team. They've done a great job, but... It's not against much chop the teams they've beaten. If, no. if we're being brutally honest, Brimson back in the side, though. Like, they're going to be a headache here for the Newcastle Knights. I'm going to go the same way as you, boys. I'm very, very keen on the Knights. And as yeah. I said, I believe they can cause some headaches. And you know what I do like? Uh, I think Lachlan Fitzgibbon is a good player. But, but... Ooh. He starves that left side of possession. The ball looks like getting out there, ah, and it just stops. Yeah. He loves hitting that line, doesn't he? Yeah, and it mucks them up. You watch this week how much they unlock that left-hand side without Fitzgibbon there. So I'd be looking towards Stixie Lee, who's back on the left wing, yeah. and Bradman Best both to score. I think without Fitzgibbon there, they can find some tries out in the left. So we know, right, here's a left-field idea. So we know that Newcastle are going to play South in week one, don't we? We know that. I don't think that can be... We, we, it's yeah, we, only, know we know that. We only know we don't... Can you put a mark... Are you allowed to put a market up on that game, even though you don't know where the game is going to be? No, we, we've we've have done it in the past, but the the NRL a little bit iffy with it. Um, okay. And obviously, knowing um, you'd be you'd be stiff having a bet not knowing where the game is being played. Okay. Well, um, who, stance, uh, so. let's assume Newcastle are home in that. First, let's say they win this game. Will they be favourites in that six v seven final? Absolutely. I would, it's a pretty yeah, it's a pretty experienced South team. Yeah, it's a mm, there, wouldn't be, there wouldn't be much in it, but that, that yeah. home that home advantage up there is obviously huge. Um, yeah. yeah, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be a lot in it. That'd be a great game. And that announcement during the week that 
New South Wales stadiums can be half full. So that that now actually becomes fifteen thousand and Hunter mm. becomes a, a competitive advantage when they when they if and when they get that home game. I'll say a dollar seventy Newcastle. Well, the I'll be pack. on the other team. The pack. No, I'll be on the other okay, team. Okay, well, let's see. I'll, I'm saying a dollar seventy. Let's replay this next week. By okay. the way, keep this up your sleeve, boys. Uh, I've been through the Clive Churchill medalist. This is a very very good stat. Nine of the last eleven had played in a grand wow. final prior. Well played. And I only said nine out of the 11, not to be convenient with my stats. I just haven't had time to go back further. Well played. That's a good stat. What yeah. was it? So if you've played in a grand final before and you're between 23 and 26. That's, you, your, that's, your, that's, that's, that's got Cameron Munster over it, isn't wow. it? Wow. Yeah. $13. I like it. And no, they'd have to win for him to win it. I don't think he could do a Jack White and play for a losing. T- but good good value. South and the Roosters, Friday night football. Uh, the Roosters are not resting mass players, although Joey Manu's out, Lindsay Collins is out, Isaac Liu is out. But, jeez, fair dinkum. They bring back Tedesco, friend, Takayaho, Cordner, and even Lachlan Lamb gets some minutes into him. Their bench is Lamb, Farmer Silly, Butcher, and Sonny Bill. So this is a weekend Roosters side, and it's still one of the best 17s in the, in the comp. Uh, they beat... South pretty handily uh, round three, so the first weekend back, a game that was never really in doubt, 28 to 12. South, no Jaden Sewer. Is he suspended or is he being rested? Anyway, uh, I think he's suspended. Yeah, he's suspended. He picked up. And so Jed Cartwright, he's out of nowhere. He's now starting for South Sydney. Dane Gagai back for the Bunnies. Joel, 10.5 is the line. Geez, that's a big line. For, for South versus Roosters, sadly, I don't think it's enough. I've got yeah. the Roosters here to, to really click into gear before the finals. Yeah. What I what happens here for South, Dan? Like, what what happens if the Knights have got the job done? You know, does Wayne Bennett 10 minutes into the game go, OK, Adam Reynolds, you're off for the rest of the game. Damien Cook, you're off. Like, how all these sorts of things have permutations. And what happens? I, it's a no-bet game for me. But, look, I'll just take the 10 and a half for South. Oh, you're going to take yeah, the, a, the points. Okay. It's a no-bet game for me until I know the result of that of that 6 o'clock game, which is very funny. And look, if, if Knights do win that one, um, as I expect they, they should, then absolutely um, that will mean South will, will do some sort of change, whether it's mid-game or even before the game of the late change. I'm not too sure. Um, I, you have to be on the Roosters um, with that in mind. Here's the thing. I thought the Roosters were ordinary against Cronulla. In the day, they were never, ever going to lose that game, mm. and they did enough. And all of us who are on Roosters at minus 16 Dan, and a think- half, you, come on, Roosters, one more try. But um, uh, now my point is, I, I just I know that they have no reason to be motivated, the mm. Roosters, because they know they're going to be playing Melbourne next week, right? Yes. Right. Well, they have to win to do that, but they will. Um, yeah, I've got the Roosters here. But there, there may be a suggestion. Okay. The, so Roosters have to play, uh, have to win. Don't well, they, they uh, uh, yes. Well, if they win and if they lose and Parramatta win, they finish third. Now I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Is it in the Roosters' best interest to, to to run dead, which we have seen in despite everyone's denials, it has happened in the past where teams have run dead. I don't think they run dead, but you can be less motivated. Well, okay. Well, let's. Do you want to play Penrith at Penrith, or do you want to play Melbourne on the Sunshine well, let, Coast? I'm going to say. I'm, you can. I'll throw this open. 
If you're going to play Melbourne in Queensland, do it in week one. You don't want to do it in week three uh, in a prelim final, which is what is the potential if you... Get rolled by Penrith. If you get rolled by Penrith and you have to go the other side of the draw, I don't want to be playing Melbourne in a prelim at Suncorp. Roosters will be doing everything they can to win because they won't want to get too funky and trip themselves over, right? Well, so that's not going to happen. Yeah. But, Sean, what I will ask is this of you is... What's the price for the Roosters, assuming everyone's fully fit, the Roosters week one up in Queensland versus the Storm or the Roosters week one against Penrith? In other words, what are they the better chance of winning? And and I know they're not going to play it this way, but what do you personally think as an analyst? I think I prefer, as a Roosters team, I'd I'd be wanting to be playing Penrith in week one as opposed to travelling and playing the Storm. I think they'd be... And look, I don't think there'd be much in it in terms of percentage chances of winning um, either game over the other. But, you know, the, the, non, the non-travel the non factor comes into yep. it. You only got to go down the road. Um, certainly think there are better chance of being Penrith as, uh, as opposed to Storm up in Queensland. Do you know but it's not... as you said, they're not going to yeah. play around with, with that sort of stuff. You can, you can take your eye off the ball pretty quickly. Yeah, but you know what? It's, a, it's, it's not the wrong... It, it's, a dark, it's all a dark art, right? So the Roosters rested Boyd Cordner at the start of the season mm. because they thought, we want to be tickety-boo at the end of the season, right? Yeah. So they essentially said to the world, we're not throwing these games, obviously, but we're not giving it our absolute best because it's a long... This is before COVID. It's a long season, yeah. and, 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 and we're meticulously planning this out. They mm. did it last year, and it worked. So I don't think it's the wrong thing to surmise, to actually think... Are we better off throwing this game? Mm. Now I understand integrity and all those things, and they're not going to throw the game. But I don't think it's the wrong, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to just analyse and and go. Well, would you rather play Penrith or would you rather play? Because they've put themselves in a position where they've earned the right. Yeah, what you're saying is is look. If it's preferable for Jamaica to run second, everyone's trying, but Usain Bolt's not running. Is that what you're saying? Yes. But they've presented a team which says they have every intention of, of winning. And it is South. I don't think the players feel the hate, the rooster. I think they talk about the hate between the two. I don't think they feel it. I for, think For the record, Dan, I think for the Roosters, they have more hatred of Melbourne and Canberra mm. than they do of South. For the record, unless you guys think otherwise, we all believe Roosters will be giving 100% in this game. Oh, yes. We? No question. Yes. No question. Yeah. But if... It, but, you would understand if Craig, if, if if he had pulled out ten players, Robinson, mm. and said, "Oh, we're giving everyone a rest," he would have been well within his rights to do that. Mm. To say, "Well, we're going to give everyone a rest because we're busted, mm. not bastard, we're busted." Yes, referencing <laughs> that earlier tweet. So we're not writing off. We're actually not writing off numbers eighteen through to twenty-one, are we? Not necessarily, but no, I no, I think I think he's pretty honest, actually, Trent. Even though he doesn't, he, he likes keeping his cards up his sleeve. I, I think that they're hell bent. That's why I'm taking the Roosters. I think they're significantly better than South. So mm. give me the Roosters. Which were you're taking the points, Joel? What are you going, uh, Shauno? Uh, Chooks for me, please. Okay, all right. Um, we now move to Saturday afternoon. And Canterbury might have to win this game again. Actually, sorry, can I change the chooks? Reason being is that I'm tipping the Knights. <laughs> so if the Knights win, I can see that. Just just on this, Sean, can you see Wayne Bennett and coaching staff keeping an eye on that Knights game, which determines mm. which 17 they settle on? No. Well, remember we're Ab- down absolutely. to... Absolutely. But okay. the, the thing is, that there's, not enough, there's not enough time 
Yeah. Um, when I say seventeen, it's it's probably the run on thirteen that I'm that I'm referring to. Obviously, mm. they've got to, they've got to confirm that team an hour before kickoff, so they, they don't right. have a lot of time to, to figure that stuff out. But certainly mid game with what they do, resting players, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's. I think you can be too clever with that okay. stuff, Joel. Only because they're playing on the same night. If if South if if Newcastle Gold Coast was a Thursday, yeah, no, I could absolutely see. Mm. Going to be very hard. You can't you can't make a, sum, a summation at half time of the other game. No, you could because anyway. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll Canterbury see. Penrith. Canterbury might have to win this. Uh, Penrith. Dane Laurie is the fullback. So take note of that. Uh, this conveyor belt. It's unbelievable. Matt Burton finally gets some game time. Arpi Corosau, James Tamo, Zane Tedavano return. So no Edwards, no Crichton, no kick out. Still a significantly better team than Canterbury, who are going to say farewell to a few people. Aiden Tolman didn't get a contract. That's um, um, He's been shafted, and he's one of eight players there. <laughs> Tolman played his career high last week, 223 metres in the game. He was actually playing inspired, but... The coal miner hates all the Canterbury players, so he's probably delighted with that. $5.50 now, I saw. The odds have come in for Penrith. Um, can we bring that line up again? Because the line I had was minus 14, but I'm going to assume that's blown out even further. This is ANZ Stadium. This is Saturday afternoon. Uh, oh, no, still minus 14. Uh, which way? Sean, you, you kick us off with this game at ANZ Stadium. Yeah, it was a great day for me uh, yesterday. I've seen the announcement that they're moving on a few of uh, my pet hates, and if you know, we all know my my love for Carrot Holland isn't isn't huge, but I, he, I'm going to throw out an offer to him if he needs a hand with any furniture going up there and buying when he's moving up to Newcastle. I'll um, hopefully be back up in Sydney uh, in a few weeks. And I can help you out, Carrot. So just sing out. Um, I th- this game, obviously, Penrith have got nothing to play for, which sounds silly when they're top of the ladder, but. Um, foot off the gas, I think, here. Bulldogs um, will have something to play for if the Broncos win on Thursday night. So I'm just going to lean the way of the of the plus here. But it's a it's a bit of a bit of a nothing. Game. There you okay. go. All right. Best bet of the round. Best bet of the round for me is Canterbury at the plus. Wow. Okay. Yep. Best wow. bet of the round. I'll tell you why. There's a few factors here. Penrith. Yeah understandably have got their eye on next week. Yes. So as a player, you're sort of thinking, oh, just get me through this game, right? They will win, I think, Penrith, because, you know, the JJ Gilton and Shields there, and you want to be winning, you know. Are they w- presenting it? Well, they surely, don't they? I, I'm i not certain. I, they, yes, they should. Somebody was saying they, that they would hold it back for the finals. Week That's one. what I heard, week one okay. of the finals. But oh, that oh, doesn't make sense, because what if they get, not going to present it to them before the game, what if they get rolled in week? Yeah, it's they, flat, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's got to be this week. It's, it's got to be this week. Well, you know what, if they win this week, yes. Like, but anyway, what I was going to say is... No, even if they... It's the reward for winning the minor premiership. This yeah. is the conclusion of the minor premiership. I totally agree. Just give it to them I totally week. agree. And in fact, you could have given it to them last week when they had it wrapped well, up. Well, I think they would have if it wasn't in North Queensland. Right. They couldn't... They didn't want to fly the trophy out. Okay. Righto. So, look, this is why I think this. Now, Crichton out, Kikau out, mm. Edwards out... This is a team whose game plan essentially it's not like the Roosters and the Storm where it's razzle-dazzle out the back, invent your own tries. They just bunker down and then rely on individual brilliance to cash in. Go through the six tries last week. Every single one of those tries was either scored or set up by who? Edwards, Kikau, yeah. Crichton. There is not a try last week that doesn't involve one of those men. Between them, they've had about 170 tackle busts, 26 tries, 13 try assists. These are big, big outs. It's a big, big start for Canterbury. 
better the week with the start. Okay. I've gone the other way, but I'm not going to get into an argument with you. My theory on these games, team going to the finals versus a team not going to the finals, if you can get them on top of them early, they will go. They will fade away. Now, the problem with Canterbury is they tend not to go away early. But I think Penrith can jump out to a nice lead. Canterbury, even as resilient as they have been, they're going to surely at some point think, Thank God our year of horror is almost over. If you like the Panthers, uh, in fact, I might actually back Canterbury to win the game. Panthers head to uh, halftime full-time. They, they are great front runners. I don't think they've gone into halftime behind for about 12 weeks. That sounds right. Yeah, I think West Tigers. The last time they went behind at halftime was against West Tigers. Yeah, so I might back them both. Hopefully get the best of both worlds. Yep. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm against you, but uh, not with a great fight there. Right, now we get to the first of these, I would say, compromise games. Cronulla versus Canberra. Bet at your own risk. Cronulla, $1.68. I think this is an insulting... Uh, insulting um, Sharks. How, how can you only have Canberra at two twenty? Have you seen the Canberra team? You're only giving two and a half start to a team that has Matt Frawley and Sam Williams as their halves. Okay, experience, but they haven't played all year. Adam Cook making his debut at fullback. Centres Matt Tomoko, Harley Smith-Shield. They've played one game each. Um, C.S. Oliola's back. So they've got a pretty solid forward pack. They've got kids like Kai O'Donnell, Darby Medlin, Jarrett Sublu on the bench. It, 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 it's insulting. Cronulla, <laughs> Wade Graham and Connor Tracy are the halves. Well, Wade Graham had played a lot of football in 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 in, in the halves in the early days. It's a fairly uh, uh, well-known forward pack. Sean, I don't know. To me, Cronulla absolute specials. Yeah, it is a little bit insulting, and and, and I agree. I don't think they're I don't think they're short enough here. It looks like um, the Raiders have, have already have already made their bed for the weekend, um, and yeah, I, th- I think. Well, the Sharks should do this comfortably. Um, yeah, and as we said uh, at the top before, Ricky's just had a nightmare with, with how he's played this. And I, I'd sincerely hope that the next game following doesn't or goes his way or he'll look like a very silly man. Yeah, I, I disagree, boys. I've got Canberra to win. Oh, mate. I'll, put, I'll bet personal money with you. Yeah, let's let's have a little <laughs> side bet there. I think Canberra $500. will win. $500. No, oh, that's I, how confident I am. Okay. $500. That, uh, and don't tell me it's going to charity. No, I want your $500. At the price? <laughs> no, you, you're you're not getting, you, you're, I'm, not, I'm not taking $2 with, with Dan Bet. Well, it's $2.20 now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, why would I take $2 with Dan Bet? Anyway. I rescind my offer. Yeah, good. I so rescind my should. offer. <laughs> I rescinded no, for no, you. It was because a I thought offer. no, because you're so bullish about this. <laughs> no, are I, you kidding? Are go, you kidding? Go and that watch is the New video. South Wales Cup. I Mate, don't care, no, Dan. It's just because you don't know these players doesn't mean they can't play. They haven't. Ha, okay, I'm. I'm sure they can play. They haven't played any. They haven't played New South Wales yeah, Cup all year. I understand that. They've got no miles I in the legs. I understand all that. I'm tipping the Raiders, Dan. Okay. Great culture, great video there by the Canberra Raiders. And I'm tipping the Canberra Raiders to beat the okay. Sharks, which will be a major edge going into next week. Okay, you know uh, what? No, they, don't decide, they don't decide results on, on how good a social media uh, video was. Yeah. It was a wonderful video. Yep. And you know what, Dan? Their number one, the number one tri-assist merchant in the competition is not playing for the Sharks. Green Machine. 
<laughs> and you know what? The Green Machine uh, fans think I hate them. They don't know that I grew up as a Raiders fan, by the way. But No, uh, Sean's the one that hates them. Yeah, we all he's know the that. He's the Raider hater. The Raider hater. <laughs> all right. So I've, got, with, uh, I've gone uh, Cronulla. Uh, Sean's gone Cronulla and Joel. I've gone Canberra head-to-head. Unbelievable. Not with Dan Bitt. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Rort bit. Dan Bitt. Unbelievable. Well, Tigers, Parramatta. <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, at, uh, uh, unfortunately, at Bank West, um, unfortunately for Tigers fans because they wanted this at Leichhardt, Parramatta have an awesome record over the Tigers in recent years. $3.50 West's Tigers, $1.31 the Eels. The Eels could be as unimpressive as you could be winning by 14, particularly when it costs some of us significant multis when they were giving up 18. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> what about that? So you get To'o and Naden scoring in the first game, and you mm. think, I've done the hard work. Parramatta lead Brisbane. What was it they led them? 14-0 up. Yeah. And I thought, oh, well, this. I didn't even watch the game. I didn't <laughs> even watch the game. I thought it was. But more importantly, forget Dan's bets. Tommy Talao into the Tigers side at the expense of Joey Leilua. So another high-priced Tigers player not in the team. Gee, it's an expensive bench. Reynolds, Packer, uh, and... Um, Although Packer's back, isn't he? Did I read? Uh, anyway, uh, Luke Brooks and Benji Marshall, the six and seven. Parramatta presenting a pretty strong side. It's obvious they want to win this game, Sean. Yeah, I, I don't really care too much for this game from a betting perspective, but I'll be cheering um, West Tigers so hard here, purely just to get a reaction out of Ricky. If it goes, if it oh, goes yeah. against him, then it, it'll just be one of the great things. Um, you know, a press conference during the week when he's getting hammered with questions about why why he arrested players. So purely for that entertainment factor, uh, yes, I want. Uh, I'm tipping. I'm tipping West Tigers. Okay, all uh, right. You don't think they can win, do you? Well, I mean, I wouldn't be back in power at the price they are. Put it that way. I do. I, no I, I did think Joel watching last week. So Melbourne put the cleanest thing, which we all predicted, and I was thinking. I reckon they've got one last hurrah than the Tigers mm. that they're actually going to put in. Now, I think them putting in is still going to be short of Parramatta, what they present. But eight and a half is a, f- a decent amount of start. Yeah, I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take the Tigers oh, with okay. the start. Look, this, this bloke, Benji and Chris Lawrence, they are heavily revered inside yes. the camp. Yes, they are. These players will be up for this. Yes. So I'm, I'm actually going to have two bets in this game, Dan. I'm, I'm going to go the Tigers head-to-head. Mm as an upset, yes. and the other bet, if I'm completely wrong, and I said this last week, uh, take Vunavalu to score two or more because the left edge for the Tigers is very flimsy. He did score two or more. He scored yes. two. Yes. So take the Tigers head-to-head and have also See Blake you know? Ferguson two or more. He's on the right wing. Oh, for Tigers left. Yeah. Okay, Tigers left. That's how I'll play it. But uh, okay. look, uh, well done, boys. Two fantastic careers. Depending on what Benji does, by the way. I'd love him to see him go to Warrington Wolves. Imagine Benji throwing to Inglis in the English Super League. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be spicy? Gee, wouldn't he be a star in the Super League? Kill it. I don't know if he'd want to go. But I don't think he would either. Yeah. Uh, surely there's a club out there that will pick him up. No, well, we'll talk that Widdop want him to come back. That's a perfect... Widdop would be ideal for the Tigers. But he doesn't want to go to the Warrington. Well, I don't know, Dan. Benji, well, you think he wants to go to a... You think his missus wants to... Who's building a media career, I understand. Mm. You think she wants to go to the north of England? I don't think so. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, Warriors Manly, uh, another one of these experimental rules games. Uh, $2.25, the Warriors. This is in Gosford, $2.25, Manly, $1.65. I've caught a lot of Manly, Joel, in the last few weeks. They, uh, sadly, are way off the pace. 
I like the Warriors with the start only because I think I know I'm going to get an honest performance from them. Manly put up the white flag a little while ago. Uh, Manly were thumped last week by Gold Coast. Got a great bet here for you. We tipped the punters last week. Alternative Titans tries to score more than five and a half versus Manly at 650. Uh, They scored eight tries. So that... Go the alternative tries for the Warriors against Manly. The Warriors have been great, and, and they'll be just trying to get up for one more performance. Yeah. Go through the last five weeks for Manly, right, defensive-wise. They've conceded a 50. Yep. I think there's two 40s there, and there's or there's one 40 and two 30s. Like, they're just conceding like a sieve. Look at that, 33 mm. per game over the last eight on the graphic there. So, sounds like you're going to go for the Warriors, uh, Joel. What about you, Shauna? Yeah, I'm going Warriors um, in the, the, the line betting, but there's really only one bet for me in this game, and it's points. Talking about alternates, just find any alternate you over. can and back the over. <laughs> this, this, if, if this game doesn't make up 50 or 60, honestly, I, I, I will give up with these <laughs> new rule changes. It should be really open, expansive footy. Sunday afternoon, Gosford, Sunny, just, just back any point you can over. Okay, I'm looking here. I'm going to try and find a weather forecast here, but we are... As anyone in Sydney can attest, um, we're into some very nice weather now. Uh, Sunday, uh, 18, but sunny. So, a lovely day. Uh, so, we're all in the Warriors, is that right? Uh, plus yep. two and a half. Okay, all right. And and well done to the Warriors. They've stuck it out this year. I honestly thought last week would have been the week where they might have just said, okay, we can see the finish line. But um, they, they hung in there with Canberra. Yep. And, um, and good for them. Now, again, the only person in the world excited by this game is Joel Kane <laughs> because Joel is sick. Dragons Melbourne. Yeah. See, can we get a zoom in on that? See the ones in, um, in purple. Mm. Right? I don't know if we can zoom in on camera one. Yeah. None of those players played last week. That's an entirely new back line. There yeah. are five players out of the 21. Mm. Have we got Vaseline on that camera? That's a Barbara Streisand. Have you been demanding Vaseline on these cameras, Joel? What's the Vaseline on the camera doing? Well, that's an old trick. It softens the picture. Oh, I didn't It was know a very that. soft picture. Don't be surprised if Latelli and Momorovsky play half a game each on the right centre. You know why? Might be a little dress rehearsal. Because that's the one position they haven't filled, that right centre. They've been chopping and changing that position all year. Nah. And yeah, Brenko Lee would be... He'd have his nose in front, wouldn't he? Yeah, and going into the finals, yeah. the trump cards are all down that left side. You look at the Roosters side with Keary and Co down that left-hand side. The Panthers, Crichton and Kickout. They've got to find a solution for right centre, the Melbourne Storm. So, um, Jackson, Johns, the halves. The Dragons are not... Uh, uh, they they're not uh, unaffected either. Their halves are Jaden Sullivan and Adam Clune. So, Corey Norman's out. I gather that is to give the kid Sullivan a go. Mm. One game's not enough, but anyway, at least it's a taste. Apart from that, a pretty strong side. They're presenting this as a Congra Dragons record. There's pretty ordinary, but again, this is another. Joel, this is an insulting market. A dollar eighty for the Dragons. <laughs> they're playing. Yeah. They're, they're playing. They're, they're, this is a New South Wales Cup team. They're playing, mm. right? Uh, uh, come on, come on. A dollar Queen, Queen, Queensland <laughs> Cup, the Queensland will be saying. Don't you dare tip Melbourne I'm in tipping this. the Melbourne store. Oh, mate, you are. Dan, radio this morning, Shandor Earl comes out, right, and uh, talking about where he would go and he's off contract and those sorts of things. And he actually speaks very well. If you ever get the chance he's to. He's a very, and very, yeah, bloody very good chap. And you don't have to, people can stop asking about the drugs things. He served his time. He's moving on. But you know what? Um, he wants to re-sign 
with the Melbourne Storm. Now, this is a bloke who's hardly played any football and he still wants to stay with the club. What kind of culture has the Melbourne Storm got? Melbourne Storm will win. Uh, you disagree? Wow. I love, I love your confidence, Joel. Oh, your culture is correct, but you got to have a first grade team to have culture. That's not a first. I'm sorry, Ricky They're Latelli. Not playing the Harlem Globetrotters. Ricky Latelli hasn't played for six months yeah. since the Toronto Wolfpack. Mm. Shandor Earls played one game all year. Mm. Isaac Loomy Loomy's actually looked pretty impressive. Good player. Cooper Johns has played one first grade game. Yeah. Um, we go to the bench. Aaron Penne, who's that? Uh, a good young player, but but never played. Never played. That's the point I'm making. Albert Vette. Mm. Uh, plotter. Um, I'll say this. I will put this on the record, right? If you have a dollar on the Melbourne Storm and a dollar on Canberra, one of these teams no, at least not. will win. No, they're not. Okay. No, they're not, mate. <laughs> You know what? I wouldn't be shocked if Melbourne won, but don't say. Don't you, you, your ironclad guarantees are very disturbing, Joel. Yeah, I know so. you're you're going down a very dangerous Tom Waterhouse path. Okay, I'll be I've back to myself. You, okay, no, no, does that I've make you feel better? You, I've seen you plug things on your on the Saturday thing on Fox and on Channel. Oh, 9. did you see last Saturday? What, what a clinic! What did you plug? What, what a clinic! What did you plug? Titans to cover the alternative five and a half tries. Okay, good bet. Well, a broken clock uh, is right Vunavalu twice a day. to score two or okay. more. Everything was. Mulatalo to score mate. against the Roosters. I it went off Tom Waterhouse clinic. very early. He back. I remember he was at Wimbledon mm. for Channel Seven. Rafael Nadal is a certainty to win at a dollar twenty uh, in the semi final, and he got rolled. And I thought, no, no. And no, you he... backed it, did you? Well, you're an idiot. How many? <laughs> what? Because of Tom's? <laughs> is Tom gonna... better on the forehand or the backhand? Are you think I'm going to follow Tom Waterhouse's advice? But I'm saying, if you're going to start tipping, you better be right with one of these. I will be right. Because, mate, that's snake oil stuff, what you're I'm doing. You're trying to sell, money. You're trying to sell people on a, on a reserve-grade Melbourne Storm and a reserve-grade Canberra Raiders. And I'm backing them with my own money, Dan. Right, well, I want to see a ticket. Righto. All right. Dragons <laughs> or Melbourne, Sean? <laughs> well, after all that, it's like bloody grumpy old men. This podcast is fantastic. If you tip <laughs> Melbourne, uh, I'm walking off. I'm nah, walking off nah, if you nah, tip Melbourne. No, I couldn't do it. Dragons, and I don't think they're short enough here. Um, yeah, dragons for me. We'll honestly, Joel. A little bit later. Honestly, Joel. The the, the the dragons have any pride, any pride. You can't lose to this team at Cogra. You cannot lose to this team if you've got any any sense of uh, pride about the way you play football. Do you, do you know? Do you know what? I watched them closely last week. Their sets were so boring. The Dragons. You've got a chance your arm. Good. I'm not saying they're any good, but they've they've they've, they've got rep players in this team. Vaughan, Frizzell, uh, Tarek Sims. Come on. They were playing this boring brand of football. Then all of a sudden they got to a set where Hunt flicked it out the back. Norman did an early kick and they scored. They tried something. So they need to do that. Look, you know what. I am tipping the Melbourne Storm, but I'll be having a little saver on Cody Ramsey. He's going to go berserk here. Well, I hope so, because uh, I need Zach Lomax not to score. <laughs> oh, <dude. Yeah. laughs> My man Ravalawa's only one ahead of Lomax. And as soon as I saw this Melbourne side, I've gone, you're kidding. Lomax is going to have a field day. Duffy's probably going to score three. But, uh, okay, hey, Cody Ramsey. underestimating this Storm team, I'm telling you. We'll see. <laughs> You want to hope one of your bets gets up yeah. because I'm going to start calling you Tom, okay? Righto. Okay. And what am I calling you if both of them get up? Poor. That's what yeah. you're calling me because I'll be because when you have a look at my best bets, which we're going to do right now. Mm.
you're going to see with best bets. Canberra into St. George of Lawara is the easiest bet of the year. A multi, $3.02. Come on, surely, surely, nah. surely they will both. Uh, no start, just head to head, straight up. Who's next? Joel, you no, Sean, you go next. You go next. Am I next? Am I? That, that that double is a scary thought, really, if you had to look at those two teams this year. But uh, I'm I'm on board with the Dragons, mate. Thirteen plus for me. Uh, it's a little bit of a price bet, but I, I don't think they're short enough here. They were they were plus nineteen and a half in this game yeah. on Sunday night, and this yeah. is how it's moving. I don't think anyone's really got a clue what the betting should be, but I think they should be shorter. Um, yeah, I like that three dollars seventy five. This is where it pays to read the paper. The Telegraph put a story in on Sunday or mm. Monday that mm. this was going to this is exact Melbourne side that all these players were going to be rested. Mm. Now, if you read that, because you can get on early with Sportsbet, you would have loaded up on the Dragons, and then you could have loaded up back on Melbourne now and just and 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 played, played well, both against the middle. But that but that's that's a, a tip for down the track because yeah. teams like this who are going to do it, you may as well, because if if it doesn't go the way you want it and they name a fully-strength team, well, then just jump back on the other team. Exactly. You're on You're on at the right odds anyway. That's right. Uh, geez, Sean, I tell you, I'm with you on the Dragons, but 13 plus. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to be... I, I don't have that much faith in the Dragons. All right, Joel. Uh, I'd, I'd sooner be back in $3.75, 13 plus, as opposed to a $1.80, whatever they are, yep. off the stick. Okay. That's the angle there. Fair enough, uh, Joel Kane. Yeah, look, here's my multi altogether, but as I, I would put the doubles. So I'd put them all in your bets. Look, this is if all three win. I'd take multi. any two of these three, and I reckon you're looking pretty good. Okay. Do we anticipate, I think you've intimated this, so uh, Bulldogs at the line, Raiders and Raiders ends. Mate, you can't be serious that they're both going to win in a, in a best bet. That they're both going to win. Oh, listen, I, I can't, I'll give you one. I can't I'll, wait next week till producer Shane clips all this up with this tirade. Are you going to tirade? You've gone mate, That's insulting, mate. That is okay, Tom. I can't wait okay, for this. Tom. All right, you, that is, <laughs> mate. Can't wait, mate. You can't wait for the, the text when, messages that are coming through and the WhatsApp. Homer and the dad sold love. You're selling love potion, mate. Uh, That's a righto. disgrace. Righto. That is a disgrace. Righto. You're not going to do this on Channel Nine, eh? When you do your big thing, and as I said, you're not going to try and sell I people tip, on this. I back. I back. Okay. We have a we have a limited audience, right? Mm. A very dedicated audience here, yeah. and, and they understand. Where you're coming from? You can't tell two hundred thousand people on Channel Nine and on however many on Fox mm. that you, you can't tip people into these bets. Everything comes at a price, Dan. I'm leaving. I'm I can't wait for this. I'm, I'm, so you know what? He's, that's, that is. Yeah, he's actually dramatising this now because it'll look better on the on the clip next week. Goodbye. I'm leaving. Yeah. No, it's also eleven thirty, and I've got to go. See you, everybody. See you, short. See you, boys. Have a good one. <laughs> Gamble responsibly, folks. Gamble responsibly? You're telling him precisely to do exactly the f- opposite. <laughs> <laughs>